Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Life, circumstances, situations, and even crises and challenges, may they not deceive us into exchanging reality for facts because the fact that we are going through something does not mean that is you are going to change and your word is going to change we are the one to believe your word and submit to your word and do so with joy so this evening guide us into your truth and afterwards receive us unto glory because glory is always the end of your word we never receive your word and end up in shame the glory of man is like the grass of the field all that we get from this life our exertions and uh, exhaustions we land up in a crash in a life crash in some kind of a crash nothing defends us and gives us a future an eternal one for that matter a meaningful one and a glorious one except your word so cause us to be wise in this regard that we will cherish what matters the most you will not think that we are achieving something when actually we are achieving nothing only climbing a ladder to a place to find that there is nothing there Help us to escape such deception and to follow your apostles that you granted the privilege to see reality, truth as it is. We thank you. Your name be praised in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I heard the song you were singing. Asian words ever true, changing me and changing you. Oh, may the Asian words impart. If the Asian West imparts, that is Christianity. If it does not impart you, that is nominalism. If it imparts you, it is Christianity. It does not impart you, it is nominalism, being nominal. And I don't care the label you wear evangelical, charismatic, Pentecostal uh whatever the the issue is are you impacted by these asian words so information is not a point of the christian message but transformation the impact does it impact you you can be listening to God's word and you'll be going the direct opposite of the word. That is nominal Christianity. Nominal. You, you have inherited the art of coming to church from your parents, so you come. You are used to, if I'm going to marry, it must be in church. You see, that is how you understand Christianity. 
if I give birth, I must bring the person to the church to dedicate. That, that is no Christianity. That is nominalism. It's like a statesman who dies and he never came to church. Yet because he is a head of state or whatever, the, 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 the nation will hold Christian funeral for him with a pastor, with a choir. That is, you see, that kind of thing, it only ends here. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I'm saying, are you listening to what I'm saying? It only ends here. One of the names of the Holy Spirit, forget about falling down and speaking in tongues. That is just inconsequential. One of the things about the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Charismatists have run away and left spirit of truth and they are just in cacophony, noise making. That's why you can have the guy, yeba, 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 yeba. In the next minute, he's misbehaving with the girl. The thing has not impacted, no truth. Spirit of truth. I don't want this church to be like that. And we will never be like that. Amen. Spirit of truth, where truth is, is not coming to dazzle you with some mysteries, truth, some secret thing. Truth is, you come to tell, like the Sabbath I'm going to talk about, you know that it is real. Look at the way I've read. This is black. This is white. Truth. And then you know it. If you want to dress well, you don't mismatch because you know the truth. Very important. And the word itself is the word of truth. The, the, the God himself is the, is the God of truth. The spirit, the spirit of truth. And the church, the ground and pillar of truth. So, except this, and it will ever, ever be ancient. God bless whoever wrote that song. Asian West, ever true, changing me, changing you. We have come with open hand, let the Asian West impact. I'm saying if it does not impact, you are a nominal Christian. You don't believe anything. You are just rolling the machine of religion. And you have to be told. Because you wake up in your religion and wake up in a religious hell. Because you did not, the, the ancient word did not impact you. Today I was in a part, heads of churches meeting. All that I was looking for was truth. Where, where are the striking points of truth? Not the discussions. Where, where do we believe what we say we believe? That is when we are the church. Not just meeting and serving cake and, and coffee and what have you. May the ancient words really impart it imparts you. It's like a stamp. And you wear the faith. You wear it. You wear the faith. It's on you. We can see it. It's not a Sunday after Sunday something. No. It imparts you. That is Christianity. It does not impart you. That is nominalism. You are a nominal Christian. Nominal doesn't mean normal. That would, would have been a good thing. You are not normal. I mean, you are a parody of the, of the, of the reality. Are you listening to what I'm saying? There is no laughing business about what, what we are doing. Yeah. At this point, if you have tears, you should be crying. You, what I expect from you is not a smile. 
It means you don't understand what I'm talking about. It offends me. Because I, I, I labor for the glory of God. I want to talk to saints, not miss multitudes. Christian life, listen, we are moving from if it impacts you, then that is Christianity. It does not impact. It is nominalism. Nominal charismatic, nominal, Pente nominal Pentecostal, nominal whatever. How could people die for the testimony of Jesus if they were nominal? This week I was reading, you know, some uh, uh, compilation of what they call front lines on the mission front lines. Everybody I read almost died. One guy I thought he would not die. He was a pilot. You know, he was he used to provide supplies for missionaries. Only for him to be captured by Islamic jihadists. This is just 2000 and something. He was a missionary child. He was born by missionaries. He grew up and he became a missionary, attended Bible school and went to, to, to aviation school so that he could fly airplanes and deliver materials to, to missionaries. They captured him. For one whole year, they detained him. I think it was in Pakistan or somewhere. So the state forces wanted to go and, and, and rescue him. And in an exchange of fire with the hostages, he was shot in the, in the chest. Now I'm saying that at a point I was asking myself that so or, or rather the Lord was asking me, so you think this thing is true because of we have read one, he died, two, he died. After all, people are dying for other things. It's not the truth because they are dying. It is the truth because I am truth. You hear what I say? It is the truth because I, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm speaking to you as someone who has been impacted. I'm saying if it does not impact you, you are a nominal person. At a point in time, the church does not just need pastors to keep the church going. We need reformers. People to sound an alarm on the trumpet and to let people know their, 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 their fraudulence even though they have a seat in the church. Christian life, listen, is as intense, strong, or robust as Christian doctrine. I'm just giving you an introduction and then we can go into the message. Christian life is as intense. Right? The intensity of your Christian life is according to your intake of Christian doctrine. What you have learned of the Lord Jesus. It is not every Jew that is a Jew. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were different from other Jews. They had a spine at their back. They could tell a king to the face that, oh king, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. Our God is able to deliver us. Fast forward to New Testament. I am persuaded. I know whom I believe. When you go to a shop, especially a, a proper store with 
shirts, shoes, and then they have they have their fixed prices. That is not where you go and do uh, bargaining. The, the set is hundred cities. You say, can you make it fifty cities? No. You, if if you are used to city life, we don't do that in a store. But the roadside, you can do that. And the, I mean, the, the guy will be surprised. The salesman will not do that. We come to church, we are doing bargaining. Some of you even have the guts to sit in your seat and protest. It, it is too much. What is too much? Go and run your, your shop like that, whether you have profit. If there's somebody who employed you, whether you will stay there. This is how it is. You say it is. It, it, no, bring it down. That's why it is God who appoints a, a, a pastor, not a committee. Because that is how pastors and churches have gone. We, we want, we want some, a communicator, somebody who can engage our people for 30 minutes. I mean, there's no reference to God's word. Somebody who can sustain their influence, their, 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 their interest. When you get to hell, you know that there's no interest. So Christian life is as intense, strong, robust, dynamic as Christian doctrine. I just wanted to echo something. A robust Christian is not only made by prayer, but also by robust knowledge of the word of God. Many useless Christians are very prayerful Christians. As for shouting, it does not make it as robust. It is learning the truth as it is in Jesus that makes us robust. All your Christianity is, I, I pray, I so see, I pray, I so see. Why your home of mobile? I pray, when you will come out, a pay in the mommy, prophet in the mommy, when you found come out, I so. I'm bringing you to apostolic shop and I'm telling you this thing is 100 cities. We are making it 20 cities. We don't sell it that way. That is what I'm saying. Useless. Even communion, I don't know why we take communion. It is always for yourself. You know, at the end of a prayer meeting, everybody pick your wine, pick your bread. That is, that is, that is, not, that is not New Testament. Because you are fear-ridden and fear-led. Can you take communion and die afterwards? That is Christianity. When Jesus drank it, he went to the cross. So Christian life is as intense. Listen to what I'm saying. It is strong, robust, dynamic, vital, vigorous, boiling and burning, conquering as Christian doctrine. After all, among the whole armor of God, the offensive one is the doctrine. Is the, 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 the word of God. The sword of the spirit. Not so that you will shout in prayer. But you know something. You know the truth. Martin Luther said. One little word. Shall fail him. Old English. In the reformation hymn. One little word. And it did. Just one word. The just shall live by faith. That's all. Just like David's. One stone. Our Christian lives, listen, is as sound as the sound doctrine that comes to the Christian. Our Christian life, they are as sound as the sound doctrine that comes to us. 
Don't start making noise. You will not be sound. You, you may not be. It is as sound as the sound doctrine. Our Christian life and the church is as apostolic as the apostolic doctrine. That's it. It is what goes in that comes out or makes the church. Our Christian life is to the glory of God according to the glory of the word of God itself. You see that? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. Ephesians 5 26. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. He might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. Our lives are as glorious as the glory of the word. What I mean is, you take the picture of the word. We can praise God for you because of the word. A lot of you were in churches before you came here. How changed were you? That is what I'm talking about. It is what you were hearing that was responsible for it. You were comfortable. You had a girlfriend and you were in the church. You were playing trumpets. That, that's where you were. You were not challenged. Because the glory of God in our lives is according to the glory of the word of God. The suppression of the word or even the negligence of the word is the negligence of the glory of God in our lives. Burning, shining Christians are Christians who are sitting on the flames of the word of God. And it's all by the word. 27 of Ephesians 5. That he might present it to himself a glorious church. Not having spot or wrinkle or any set thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. That one cried yet. I mean, with God, all things are possible. That one, it is for your business. Oh, yes. With God, all things are possible. This capital I'm looking for, it must appear in the name of Jesus Christ by the end of the week. This one. With God, all things are possible, brother. Immediately. As for here, with God, all things are The one God said. The one you are talking about, he did not say it. You are forcing him to possibilitize it. If the Holy Spirit first strike is not truth, it is another spirit. I don't care the results. Our intensity, our apostolicity, like if we are just like the apostles, we have an apostolic temperature of Christianity. Our soundness and gloriousness are directly, directly according to our intake. Of the word of God. Let let don't don't let me even go as far as the apostles. Even let me appeal to SU. Some of you didn't come to see SU. When the SU people married, they are still celebrating 50th married anniversary. When you married, you divorced at the fifth year. Yes, with your prophets, you have prophets. The one who can show you the fingerprint of your husband. Forensic husband. The ancient words imparted. They heard God's word. What are we hearing today? And people are, after, after 
one month in attending church he doesn't he's not sure whether he should leave his boyfriend or girlfriend he's, he's not sure whether uh this job i'm doing i should leave it or not when they heard it because the word that came unto them had the same glory and it produced the same glory in their lives it had the glory the the, the, the effect of their life was that we cannot rise above a certain level of Christianity by some mystical means or volumes of praying. You can't just be there, then you know something just happened, and you are. It doesn't work that way. And they continue steadfastly in their pursuit. It's like taking a bath. You, you are washed really well that he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word that he might present it to himself the glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any set thing but that it should be holy and without blemish we shouldn't want the minimum of teaching or doctrine and prefer other things more we shouldn't a christian shouldn't want minimum of teaching and maximum of other things we should want more. You are just being sentimental, saying, Jesus, I want more of you. But when it comes to his word, uh, uh, then, you know, you are acting funny. Acts chapter 20, the verse number one. Acts 20, the verse number one. And after the uproar was ceased, Paul called unto him the disciples and embraced them and departed for to go into Macedonia. Verse two. And when he had gone over, those parts, indeed all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and had given them much exhortation much exhortation not little, much exhortation, much exhortation he had given them much exhortation we will prefer much concept, Christian concept, much to much exhortation much exhortation. Thank God for the Bible and the authority of the scriptures. Authority has not gone into a general overseer. It is still in the Bible. Authority is not in an archbishop. It is still in the Bible. It is written. Moses said, I say, that's authority. And that is the word. He is the word. Much exhortation. He is the word. Whether it is historical, it is poetry, it is wisdom book, whatever he is the word law prophets he is the word much exhortation not little much exhortation much exhortation much exhortation look at verse 7 and upon the first day of the week when the disciples came together to break bread paul preached unto them he preached unto them when we read our bible we should look for the highlights that is what we do in christian meetings we preach, we announce, we make clear, we preach. He preached on you. The man knew that is what he has been called for. He's an apostle, a preacher, and a teacher. What else should he do? Preach the word then. And he did. He preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. Ancient words. We are the people who sang it. Let the ancient words impart. I think it is imparting us. This is ancient words. Is it, is it not ancient words? 
Don't pick your Christianity from the latest book, New York bestseller, Ghana bestseller, Accra bestseller. Go as far as in the beginning. In the beginning, you'll find that it was not so. This thing you are doing, it was not so. Then you fall down and you say, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. Because no word, no worship. I don't care what else you are doing. Our incessant cry must always be ever more give us this bread of life. For the simple reason that our Christianity is as intense as the Christian doctrine. It is as intense as the Christian doctrine. Second Timothy 2.1. Paul told Timothy, be strong in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And you wonder, how is he going to be strong? Is he, should he cross his leg and meditate? How is the man going to be strong? For every scripture, there is a counterpart of that scripture that shines the truth from it. When you come to Acts 20.32, I commend you to God. And the word of his grace, which is able to build, to make you strong. That's how, Timothy, you are going to be strong. The conquest we are talking about is not in view, except we are holding fast to the word of God. You know, the, the church in Philadelphia, when Jesus came to them, the message is still left with them. I mean, he told them, you have kept my word. But that is the high we are going to conquer. Keep it, keep it, keep it. We are getting to the end of the battle of the age. This is not the time you want something tintillating, exciting, emotional, sensational. No, you don't love your life. The end of all things is at hand. Begin to dance. That's what he said. Be sober and watch unto prayer. And you are not ready to pray except you have come to this word of God. It has never been Christianity throughout the history of the... It has never been Christianity throughout the over 2,000 years of the history of the church to seem to want the minimum of teaching. That has never been Christianity. Less and less doctrine and more of something else. We don't even know what Christianity is except we return to the doctrine. We don't know what it is. I'm saying most of you were comfortably in churches. Where was the direction of your life? The best you were was just a good boy. If even that one you, you were. Did you know anything? And you were in church. You were in church. You were not going to mosque. You were in church. May the Lord have mercy on us. Christians throughout the ages have not been people. Listen. They have not been people who are testifying of things in relation to this present life. So that you know who a Christian is. Christians were known for what they believed and for how they lived. They were known for what they believed and how they lived. That is Christianity. Christianity has never in its history since Jerusalem been known for what God just did for people. What is that? What people call testimonies. No, no, no. The apostles who could have written to us plenty compendium of testimonies, but no. When they pick up their pen, grace to you. Then they start writing. Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord. Not somebody's child is dead and he has risen up. It, it doesn't come in at all. God, that will not make you Christian. Neither has Christianity been as long in its history been a thing of the absence of problems. 
absence of problems. So those who came before us, they were fools. You know, <laughs> some, some, some of these, you know, pompous pastors, young pastors, they, they even dare to take their arrogance to the center of truth. They go as far as Paul. If Paul knew certain things, he wouldn't have suffered what he suffered. Clap for you. You have done very well. Good for you. If he knew, if Paul knew, then other people also go to them. I mean, why do you want to escape Christianity? You, why do you want to leave Paul alone? Come to Jesus, except you take up your cross and follow me. What's wrong with you? If Paul had ministered in his jurisdiction, he wouldn't have suffered persecution. Just read into the epistles and you'll see how you contradict yourself. We have not only been called upon to believe on the law, but also to suffer. But because there is media and there is money and there is so-called platform and there is visibility and announcement that has become the norm for the so-called Christianity. But for you and I, we are going to the roots of what it means to be a Christian. That's why we come on Wednesday. That is why we come here on Wednesday. We are not doing traditional service midweek. That is charismatic. Midweek? What is that? Midweek. Check your book of us, whether you see midweek. They were meeting daily. Midweek service. No, it is let the Asian West impart service. Whether it is midweek or end of week. That's why we've come. So Christianity has never in its history since Jerusalem been known for what God just did for people, what people call testimonies, or for the absence of problems, or for some material gains. A church is not somewhere you attend and then you start doing your business, start going on, then you recommend it to people. That is a bank. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Oh, this place is very good. When I went there, I have been going on. Go on. Keep going on. Keep going on. What is church and what is Christianity? What is it? Authority says we all with open faces beholding us in a glass the glory of God. We are changed into the same image. That is Christianity. That's it. That is it. You know, one time I was in a meeting and there this pastor who came to minister. And he didn't preach. Sitting in front. When the meeting, pray for speed, pray for this. He gave his own testimony how he broke through. Showed some money and then he, he went to US. Please. There are Christians in US who are leaving US to come to Ghana. Am I making sense? Ask Pastor Abbas. There are people from abroad who are in, in his church. I can, I can imagine when I saw him. Because I was very expectant that I was going to receive something. Then he was hopping all about the place. This boy is very rich. This boy is very rich. This boy is very rich. I have five billion in my account. I was there. This boy is very rich. Jesus said there is something. It is called rich towards God. It is only this generation that makes that makes the poor in church inferior. The last time I checked my Bible, and I check it this evening, by the way, it said, for you know your calling, 
that not many mighty. Listen, embrace the poor in our midst. Embrace the stinking in our midst. That is Christianity. Your Lord, these are the kind of people that he embraced. I don't know. I, 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 I would to God you are like me. I don't know how to misbehave under preaching like this. Hmm. My whole body from head to toe will be shaking. You can't come from the highway. Eh? You rush into this church. Kick, 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 then you rush. Brethren, what is the matter? A timber fell on me. Timber lock fell on me and rolled over me. But I'm standing here. We won't believe you. Before we, we think it's a miracle. No impact. If we go on for as many years as Jesus tarries, and I'll be talking tonight about his coming, Christianity, truth will still be truth. Truth will still be what? Yes. I don't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> you sit there and say, I don't feel comfortable about Pater's black suit. It will still be black. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Christianity was Christianity in spite of problems. In spite of problems. In fact, that is what proved they were Christians. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shine in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Faith traveled through words. This is Christianity. He's talking about new birth, regeneration, salvation, conversion, being born again. God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shine in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory all have sinned and come to the glory of God, but God has now shined and given the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now look at verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. I'm trying to show you Christianity. That it is Christianity in spite of problems. We are troubled. On every side. I am not troubled on every side. That is Christianity for me. That is, that is our interpretation. I am not troubled on every side. So you look for the back of a tree. The root of a tree. A lizard. A water. A filthy something. Just to get out of problem. You are not being smart. You and Paul. Who has the Holy Ghost? No, I'm, I'm asking you. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always, not sometimes, bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Oh, I could read all the way to verse 18. Look at verse 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, work for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen. Now when you read verse 16, for which cause we faint not, but though we are outward man perish, the inward man is renewed day by day. Today I was reading the letter of John Wesley to John Wesley. John Wesley was about to die. They moved him to a place called Lewisham in London. 
He was 50 in his 50s at that time. He was so sick, he thought he would die. And the beautiful letter George Whitfield wrote to him because they were laborers together. I mean, all that I was reading was like, you see people who believe in eternity. He was even wishing, he, he, said, he, said, he said, you are blessed. He said, he said, I'm sorry for myself and the church. I mean, you are blessed. Very soon, Jesus will embrace you. Look at us here in London. Look at us. You want to go to London. Isn't it? That's your prayer. Piece of, piece of paper. Whole church has stopped. You have given me five years. No, I mean, <laughs> you see, there must be some psychological shift. We are even dealing with psychological issues even before theological issues. There is something wrong with us. Your, your country that you stay in has given you a certain identity that some, something looks, something that the guy does not care at the other side. What's wrong with us? There is still a, 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 a vestige, a, a remain of something inferior about the black man. Forget about Christianity. I'm dialing numbers right now. That makes us excited to leave our own motherland. We have arrived on Obruni land. I have left all this Ahumtia in Africa. Listen. If only in this world. From Accra to Toronto. From New York to Cape Town. If only in this world we have hope. We have all men most miserable. May Christ be your hope. For which cause we faint, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. The inward, that's Christianity. It's an inner life that finds expression outwardly. Christ in you, the hope of glory. For our light affliction, light affliction, which is but for a moment, work for us a far more exceeding and eternal way of glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. That's Christianity. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. I entered a man of God's room, not me, somebody was saying. It's the son of somebody. We entered this room. When we entered this room, dullness everywhere. Whilst we look not at the things which are seen, dullness everywhere. Anything you cannot say when you meet Bill Gates is not gospel. Maybe Bill Gates is too much for you. Anything you cannot say when you meet Kwesipo. <laughs> These are our local champions. One time, one of the rich men in Ghana, they were, they were, they were talking to him. You know, they, they live in a village somewhere in Accra. A group of rich, rich people, countryside. And the guy was trying to say, you guys are rich. He said, no, no, there's no rich man in Ghana because they understand money. So the rich men are in South Africa. In Africa. But the Christian is slain because of $50 bill. So everybody's eye in the church is poetry, poetry. That's why they're in church. And when God per adventure moves and then some land in your pocket, it means that God is in the place. Amazing. You don't know God can make you lose everything. You don't know that one. When Jesus met people, he said, go and sell all that you have and come and follow me. You aren't going to get anything. What shall I say about chapter 5, verse 1? For we know. Look at this. This is Christianity. 
For we know that if our earthly house, I don't know, I don't know where our subjects are. For we know that if our earthly house or this tabernacle were dissolved, we are the building of God. I read it on, on Sunday. A house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. If this thing does not do something to you, you are still nominal. It has to impart you. Of course, you know Romans chapter 8. What shall separate us from the love of God? Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Tonight, our message is expecting right the coming of Jesus Christ. That's the message. You take home anything you, you, you can hear wherever we end. Because this gospel, it, it never ends. It is forever and ever. Revelation chapter 1, verse 7. And by the way, when they were preaching the early church, everybody was there. Male, female, children. The same message. Jesus is not coming less for a child than he's coming for an adult. And we don't say it to the child in a way that it loses its meaning. You know, we play with that. He is coming, he's coming, Jesus is coming because they are children. We are now using some educational tools to make it funny. No, no, no. He is coming. It is just like that. They will understand. Revelation 1 7. Behold, he cometh with clouds. Look. Starting right, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Continuing right, the testimony of Jesus Christ. Trusting right, the faithfulness of Jesus. Praising right, the praise of Jesus Christ. Don't be praising uh, verses and uh, notebooks. Expecting right. Behold, he comes with clouds. Every eye shall see him. And they also will pierce him. And all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. Listen. This Bible, take it seriously. This Bible, do what? It is your first book of prophecy. In fact, your last book of prophecy. In one of our conferences, you know, a minister was ministering and there was a one brother who has only one child. He said, next, next conference, we are coming with another child. After the brother has not come. When, when Jesus says, I am coming, <laughs> If this is not our expectation, we are not Christians, no matter how we mention or shout the name of Jesus. In the name of... Stop. Stop it. Those who were Christians, when you say Jesus, they say, even so, come Lord Jesus. They say, Maranatha. Come Lord Jesus. Look. Take away that doctrine. Take it away. You will see how Christians will start living. It affects our living. If you read any proper hymn from the Reformation period, most of the hymns, four stanzas, five, some more, the last one ends on the coming of the Lord. A hymn had just come to my mind. How great thou art. When Christ shall come, when Christ shall come, we shout of acclamation. They were properly taught. Your last music prepares you for the world in today's church. Yes. Sugar, my bread, butter, my cool, whatever it is. That's how, that's how you are ending the service. Benediction. 
na muzon kan yetu say opie na say wonshuka koko ne ne bread na obete 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 say yes una una auditate man enti bebia wo mo a wo bia ne oba 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 ko you are a joker those who are false and lying and deceivers they are bold it's about time we, we must be bolder for the truth I don't see any apostles speaking beneath boldness. Brother, they were bold. That's why the Holy Ghost came. Bold for God. Bold for God. I'm believing God not only for boldness in the pulpit, but for boldness in every city in the church. That's Christianity. I want to spend this time pastoring people who don't know what they believe. No, 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 no. I'll call you aside and address you, my friend. I'm saying, if I'm not expecting this, what you're expecting is this. I'm expecting my breakthrough. I'm expecting my husband. My husband, I take. And even somebody's husband, you are taking. Yes. If this is not in our expectations, we are not Christians. Revelation 22. 20 and 21. He which testified these things saying, look up here. revival is here. Anyway, we go back to the primitive Christianity. Revival every day they come. That is not revival. Revival is not crowd. When African sports, uh, the one they just finished, that is revival. Revival is returned to primitive Christianity. Revival is what? Ancient ways ever true one of the churches they were damn rich they had everything jesus just walked out of the church the laodicean church so I, I don't belong here look there have been christians who have lived this way before okay it's possible there were a group of christians they called the puritans huh? if you read one line one line of their statement you will know that you are playing games. One line. I mean, how did they get it? So, so earnest believers. So it's not like it's something that's not happened before. He will testify these things, say, surely I come. You know, what is the testimony? From Revelation chapter 1 all the way to 22. He will, look, you will say testimony. Says, this is testimony now. He would testify these things, say it surely. You know what Daniel said? He said, The interpretation is sure and the dream is certain. He would testify these things, say, Surely I come quickly. Then John says, Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. I'm saying, if it is not your expectation, you are not a Christian. You are the nominal type. Nobody is saying at funny. You know, no. Being a normal person. Don't I look normal? Wake up, dress well, be happy. Even if you are fast and anoint your head, Jesus said, don't be awkward. That is, don't be queer. But in your spirit is a ring. But he can come. The Lord can come. Bribery is coming to your desk. He can come. A certain girl is trying to push you to a certain corner and to take us by surprise, like Delilah, until suddenly 
you are the only one who understands yourself. Nobody understands you. Okay, you, it is you people who don't understand me. Be careful when you get to those places that you say we don't understand you. No wonder we don't understand you. You are you are awesome. The equation has become complex equation. Indeed, we can't understand you. How can we understand you? When the girl says he wants to marry you, doesn't want to meet your pastor. How can we understand you? No, you are wonderful. Counselor. Everlasting something. Not the father. You are wonderful. We have to understand Christianity, people. This lack of understanding has given room for everyone to take a seat and call him or herself Christian. It's a lie. People understood things. What do you understand? Come with me to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us. Can you say that? Even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses. This thing did not come from the sky. People, people saw the whole thing happening. And they became ministers of the word. It seemed good to me also. Having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first to write unto you in order. Most excellent Theophilus. I hope you are not the one that you have come back. There is no way you can come back anyway. That thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. Acts chapter 1. It is the second book of Luke. Look at it. Acts chapter 1. The former treatise have I made referring to the gospel of Luke. Old Theophilus of all that Jesus began both to do and to Jesus. See? Jesus. Don't be arrested by Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Yes. Not Gucci. Ah! What is Gucci? Uh, and what again? Are you giving yourself funds or what? Amani. Eh. Uh, Louis Vuitton. You see, once again, psychological deficit. You need an upgrade. Yes. Go and do research. Even in abroad. Black, I'm, I'm not preaching gospel. I'm giving you common knowledge. Black people are, 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 are the most the victims of these things. Baggy shorts, expensive sneakers. Because he has to top up his blackness with his with the Gucci, or else he's not a human being. Gucci, uh, the Wiz Vuitton, Chaben. iPhone. No, iPhone. And he will let you know he has it. iPhone. An old man was sitting at the restaurant with his grand, grandchild. He's a, he's a big pastor in his 80s. And then he picked his phone, he used to, you know. Then the grandchild asked him, Grandpa, what is that? When you see a phone, can't you see? He asked him, what is that? <laughs> he said, it's a phone. The boy called for waiters. He said, come, 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 come. See. My, my, my grandfather, he's a big man. Look at the phone iPhone is using, iPhone 7. 
He's embarrassing us. So look at your foolish use. How? <laughs> it's like you are not a human being. The man said he dished me in front of all the people. <laughs> no. Don't let us chip in ourselves like that. The former treatise of our middle to philosopher that Jesus began both to do and teach. Until the day in which he was taken up, after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. Being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. I, I, wait, I would to God you pay attention when we are speaking about the kingdom of God, like we do some of this that, 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 when we digress. You are excited. More things to be excited about. Now look at verse 9. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their side. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he, was, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, except we have this in our expectation, we are not Christians. They said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him going to heaven. Amen. He shall come. I said he shall come. I said he shall come. Shall come with trumpet sound. Oh, may I then in him be found. He shall come. He shall come. Understand that he shall come. Let's end on this note. There are professing Christians whose bend towards life shows that they are rather believers in other things. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I'm not even talking about sinners. They profess to be believers. They are bent towards, for me, they like sports. So, you see that they are believers in it. They don't know the lineup of the apostles. They know Ghana lineup, Nigeria lineup, Kodiwa lineup. Names which are not in their country, they know. Sometimes it's about their job, pleasure, money, or anything. That just serves their energy. But listen, I want to ask you. I am bringing this one out so that you know that the people called Christians, they were normal people. They were what? Who still lived the Christian life. Don't behave as if the people in the Bible they didn't have work to do. They were hard workers than you. I can tell you for that. Ephesians chapter 4. These were people who had things to do, yet they had expectation of the coming of Christ. So you can't forget yourself. Oh, because I'm busy, because of this, because of it. Keep the expectation. Have it right. Every time you are looking on your phone, when are they sending me this message? When is the alert coming? What makes you do that? You are wired that way. Why can't you also? I'm showing you Christianity. Ephesians 4, 28. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor. And this guy who is laboring must be expecting the coming of the Lord. So it's not like they were idle people. You know, sometimes like really, if we divide Paul's labor and give you one out of hundred, you will collapse. Now, the word labor here is somebody who should work until he faints. 
That is Christian ethics. Christian what? Ethics. Hard work. And yet the guy who is working hard should be expecting the coming of the Lord. So you don't use your work as an excuse. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any will not eat, neither should he eat. Look at that. And yet, when this guy now finds something to eat, you should not forget that the Lord is coming. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybody. So it looks like Paul was saying, oh, we know some people are looking for work, so that one we can help them. But this person is not working at all. He goes for breakfast, lunch, and supper by timetable. You can dismiss such a person in the name of Jesus. It will not be a sin. Now them that are such we command and exalt by our Lord Jesus Christ. That with quietness, they work and eat their own bread. Let me speak to some ambitious people here, aspiring people, whatever, business executives. Titus chapter 3 verse 13. Titus 3 13. Bring Zenas the lawyer. You see that? That means the lawyer should be expecting the coming of the Lord. Amen. You will just be wearing your something, doing a case in the court. My Lord, before you know what, your Lord has come. May we be impacted by this word. May we be impacted by this ancient word. Only one thing you should go home with tonight. We don't need to wake, get up and pray, kneel, run, pray, and make noise. Have the expectation that the Lord is coming. We shall see the King. We shall see the King when He's coming. He is coming in power. Hail the blessed hour. We shall see the King when He comes. May you see the King when He comes. Surely I come quickly. And John said, even so come, Lord Jesus. Even so come. If the Lord come, will you be surprised? Or you will say, my Lord and my God. Yes. Even so come. This is Christianity. Even so come. I have not researched it myself. But Bible scholars say, it's common knowledge, that the prophecies of his second coming is four times his first coming. Look at the ratio. That Jesus will come and be born by Virgin Mary. It, it rises four times when we talk about his second coming. Even so come, Lord Jesus. He will come. He will come. He will come. Peter said, people, look, man has not changed you. Our ancestors, we are, we are like, we are the quotation of our ancestors. They used to mock, even those days. They say, you, you said that he is coming. Where, where is the promise of his coming? Where is it? And, and I'm telling you, we don't say that, but there are people, pastors, by what, how they preach, it's not, it's like, it's not coming. The Bible did not tell you to go and tell the church, the saints, to have 10 year plan. That is not your ministry. I've become a management consultant. Meanwhile, you say you were a pastor. I left your church a long time. 
That is where all these middle-class people want to go to church because they want to go and take notes. What did you learn in school then? Huh? Just take your head and go to the market and go and buy good books and read and leave the pulpit alone. And prepare for his coming. I said prepare for his coming. Prepare for his coming. Prepare for his coming. Let me see you at his presence when he comes. Because I want to see. Praise God. He shall come again. When he shall come with trumpet sound, oh may you then in him be found. In Jesus name. Amen. Take your offering. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Keep this word echoing in our spirits. That we don't become nominal. 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 No. May this ancient word impart. May we never just quote, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. But we are really living it. Because it has impacted us. May our lives convict nominal Christians that they are shallow. And they are fraud. For having none of these things impacting their lives. May we be convicting, compelling sins, my God. Convicting, compelling sins. Convicting, compelling sins. Father, the times are against us. If truth must be truth, it must be now. I pray in the name of Jesus. Let the ancient words impart. We didn't come for midweek. We came to be impacted. So impact us, we pray. Bless our, your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And when you get out of here, your first conversation is not, hey, Charlie, you transport everything. You sober down. You do what? That's Christianity. Don't check out of the subject matter immediately. You transport everything. Give room for meditation. And think through these words. Because they are the truth. God, which will bless you who will be here on Sunday if the Lord doesn't come. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI Page Today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.